Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Real-time crime. An iHeartRadio podcast. Social sleuths, internet detectives, crime heads. (laughs) Welcome back to Real Time Crime. I'm one of your hosts, Leah Lamar, and I have with me my wonderful co-host. I'm going to try not to pause this time. Teddy (laughs) Bellingham. And we've got sometimes Dimitri with us. Today we're going to be discussing the new crime wave in L.A. We'll be revisiting Jussie Smollett, Elizabeth Holmes, and getting down to business discussing the case no one seems to want to touch, Ghislaine Maxwell. With our first ever social sleuth slash celebrity detective, Justin Anderson. Very so excited to have him on because he is amped up on his Instagram right now. So it's the perfect guest. I'm super stoked because it appears that social media is the only place that people are talking about Ghislaine Maxwell because I have not seen it in the news. Have Has anyone else? Haven't seen it in the news, which not New York is Times, why not we Wall can cover yeah, which is why we can cover the hot topics first today. We're changing it up because Uh-oh. we got to wait for Justin <laughs> to cover that because he's going to give us every little detail plus, you know, and more and more. Um, do you want to go th- th- like run yeah. through the hot topics yeah, and then, you know, first... me and sometimes Dimitri will comment? <laughs> yeah, sometimes I just want to first uh, check in with everyone. I'm in Florida the great state of Florida. I did make a Brian Laundry joke in Boca at a comedy festival. Didn't go over well. Uh, the good people of Florida stand by their own. Um, so, what was the joke? It doesn't need to be repeated. Oh, <laughs> well, if, if you can't repeat it here, maybe means it shouldn't have 
well, well it was before. it was in the middle of a crowd work interaction essentially a man who has a wife asked me out during my set it was a whole thing i feel anyway. like we're uncovering a crime right here and now like i now i need to know everything about this uh, i will guy. be happy oh to bump a hot topic for this one this is hotter than anything here wait i'm gonna be honest a guy that i like that i met this week in miami is calling me right now i'm not gonna answer should i answer live I'll, I'll answer. No, let's do it. We'll do that thing where we kind of like vet him for you. Wait, should I do it right now? You guys, yes or no? You got to make your choice. You're going to have to brush him off the phone though. So then it'll be Ugh. awkward. So okay, just wait. Right. We'll, 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 yeah, you don't we'll, want to seem like a big deal. Like, oh, I'm doing my podcast. I'm going so to do my to... podcast, blah, blah, blah. It might yeah. be too much. Especially okay, when we have ex-UCLA star Cade McNone, wife busted for grand theft <laughs> to go over. Wow, Teddy's really good at the segues. And you're right. She allegedly lifted some handbags and jewelry from her boss. So former UCLA and NFL quarterback Kate McNown's wife, she's in super hot water after cops say she hatched and carried out a plan to steal hundreds of thousands of dollars in designer goods from philanthropist Sidney Holland. So Christina McNown is... In a bad way at the moment, she lifted Holland's purses, clothing, jewelry after a lengthy investigation. This has all been revealed. And sources connected to the investigation tell us that McNown has been a trusted assistant and stylist for Holland for the last 12 years and had easy access to her personal belongings. And she even saw some of the stolen items pop up on sale online. But does she know she's in a bad way? Because... My understanding is that she's going about businesses. These are just posting happy things on on her social media and whatnot. Well, she's got four accounts of felony grand theft and is set to be arraigned in February. So I'm pretty sure she knows things aren't all hunky-dory. I've never said hunky-dory before. And it, probably it will never Is again. it because of, you, did you watch Real Housewives or something? That is. Uh, you guys say hunky-dory? No, that is Kathy Hilton said hunky-dory. And, and no, somebody said hunky-dory and Kathy Hilton didn't know what it meant. And oh. now it's become this meme, all these things. But guys, I know Sydney Holland. You do? Yes. I was just looking at our rundown, and that's why my mouth was agape because I know her. Agape? Isn't I mean, isn't that when you're a gape? Is it a gape? No, that means love. I'm just saying you got on her for hunky dory and you're like, my mouth was agape. Yeah, we're well, just using fun words today, Dimitri. Okay. Mm-hmm. Try taking the SAT, all right? I, I mean, we can't help that I elevated myself to the 11th grade and then barely made it through 12th. But <laughs> I mean, how do you think you're going to get away with this? No, I just I also heard that she noticed little things missing here and there throughout the years. That's how you think you're going to get away with it little by little. But, but didn't but didn't really think to connect the dots until bum, bum, bum one day. Now, can I remind you, this is not as big, but Cade McNown is the one that had a little scandal of his own when he was at UCLA and they were, the football team was parking in handicap spots because they thought they were above everything else. Well, um, not that it's the same thing, but I feel like maybe in that family, there's a little, we'll just do what we want. Maybe they have a little bit of entitlement issues, allegedly. Right. Were their grades handicapped? That's gonna get cut out. That that goes straight to the lawyers, Um, (laughs) because y'all, there's a lot to be worried about here in Los Angeles. You're lucky to be at home with your fam right now, 
ish in florida in yeah. florida yeah, well ish. maybe you're not that lucky but no, i heard there's an alligator in a swamp and i wanted to interview it to see if it's the one that got brian i don't think it's him i didn't see his teeth in there but <laughs> there's been a violent la crime wave going on mm-hmm. so we've heard through the media and seen in socials how the crime wave is taking over Los Angeles. People are getting held at gunpoint on Melrose in the middle of the day while they're outside shopping or having dinner. Most recently, a career criminal was arrested in a fatal shooting of philanthropist Jacqueline Avant at the lavish Beverly Hills home. What's happening to me? Lavish. 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 <laughs> it's lavish. Wait, I also hit my head. So it's. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, this is. Are we going to get through this? You know, Dimitri, not with that attitude. Okay. <laughs> Lavish Beverly Hills home. She shared with her husband, Clarence, who's a 90 year old music producer inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Rock and Roll? Is there something. Okay? Am I not okay? We're going to have to work on this. I might have to take over the reading. <laughs> This is a very serious crime, and I'm not doing it justice. And it's so upsetting because Jacqueline was so beloved. And everyone is blaming the new laws that were put in place by District Attorney Gasson. Left-wing lawmakers and activists pushed a litany of progressive reforms that helped violent criminals spend less time behind bars. And some say that justice is not only fleeting, but it's twisted. The LAPD is quoted saying, it's a shit show over here. So, you know, if the LAPD is saying it, it's probably true. He says bad guys are released quicker than we finish the paperwork. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. If that's just the tip, I mean, there's a Titanic on the way. No, I was scared you were going a different direction. You guys, come on. I was like, this is a family show. Wait, it's not. We're talking. (laughs) We're not (laughs) off base with with thinking that could have happened. Well, here's the thing. I think everybody gets like there's an overall feeling in the country, I, I think, starting from Kyle Rittenhouse, where people think no one's really being held accountable for anything. So I feel like crime is going up because if no one is being held accountable, then why not just do it? Broad daylight on Melrose, people following people up to their doors, like when they're out walking with their kids and stuff. It's insane. What about how they're going into homes? I just read about the armed robbers who came into somebody's house while they were having a party and stole all of their watches, their handbags. Like, I mean... what is happening? I also saw the video. Did you guys see it of the woman going into her house mm-hmm. and with her baby and a stroller mm-hmm. and the the guys coming in after her and taking her bag and like she's like having to grab her baby and like protect. it just it needs to stop. So the gates open to her house. She walks in with her baby. Then these two guys walk in because the gates are still closing. You know, gates take a second to close. They come in. They literally just take her backpack off of her. She complies. And then it almost looks, Teddy, stop me if I'm wrong, but it almost looks like they're going for the baby and she steps I in I think front they're of like them. threatening. It I was th- so horrible. I was hoping it was though they were taking like her watch off or something. It did look like that, but I was hoping that's what that was because then he took something and, and then turned. But also the comments of the video are like, too bad she didn't have a gun. This could have been over. It's like, oh, my God, why is everyone going there? How about people need to stop committing crimes in Los Angeles and getting away with them or committing crimes, period. And where it's all stemming from is from L.A. District Attorney George Gasson, who people are heavily trying to recall right now. They tried to recall him previously a few months ago. It did not work. 
and now they're trying again following the fatal shooting of Jacqueline Avant. And supporters of the effort announced on the steps of the Hall of Justice on Monday that they're going to serve him with a notice of intent to remove him from the office. And organizers have 160 days to collect more than 580,000 signatures of registered voters to do so, to begin the process and have another vote for a recall. So the issue is that he created reform on bail, one of many issues. And so people are blaming this because he wanted to bring um, equality into bail because they were saying that some people weren't able to afford bail and rich people were just getting off because they could afford the bail. So by eliminating bail, essentially, it would bring equality to the jail and prison and crime system. But instead, what it's doing is encouraging criminals to continue to commit crime because there are no punishments. They essentially are let go because there's nothing to hold them in jail. And then they commit crimes again. And I started reaching out to a bunch of my friends, you know, whether they are left or right or red or blue or however you want to say it. Everybody kind of agrees. This Mm -hmm. guy should be gone. Mm-hmm. How was he voted in the first place? Like we spent so much time recalling people that never should be in office to begin with. I, I mean, my guess is, I mean, I don't know if I can say this, but I think with everything that was happening with Trump, everybody was just so wanting somebody that had progressive thinking and whatnot that they just hoped that this guy would be able to create change, but he's created the wrong kind of change. And now robberies are up 3.2% this year from last year it was too far the other direction and homicides are up almost 50 percent that's it's outrageous and i mean it's getting to the place now where in in los angeles you're worried to go even into beverly hills to eat or shop or do whatever it may be because people are just taking matters into their own hands they want it they just take it and we've got to get back to a place where if you create if you if you commit a crime, you, you get in trouble time. for it. You do the time. Mm-hmm. Well, so apparently what they're doing, these criminals, a lot of them are career criminals, but they are following wealthy people and watching them shop and then following back to their homes. Yeah. So they're doing, they're stalking people essentially. And because nobody's working right now, they have all this time to do this. Yeah. And it's just frightening. I mean, it's It's insane. So what you just said, so like the other day, someone asked my daughter to go hang out somewhere, like an outdoor area, like outdoor mall. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sad to say, but I don't feel comfortable with that. There's so much Mm. shit that can go wrong and does go wrong nowadays that I really you know, I narrow the things that I'm like, is that worth it? Like to, to think that going to like an outdoor shopping area is now a gamble for your Going life. to school is now a gamble. I mean, even right. think about what the Michigan school shooting. She does it again. I know. I know. It's but exactly. I, I, effortlessly. We'll talk about that um, in a second. I just wanted to say one more thing. I remember in the very beginning of the pandemic when everyone was afraid to leave their houses because we didn't understand the pandemic quite yet. And everyone thought if you stepped outside, you'd probably die. Crime was down because no one was leaving their houses. But then once people started to understand how the virus worked or they had already gotten COVID and gotten over it, people started committing crimes again. And the airbag 
was stolen off my steering wheel. That's how desperate people started to get. And then on top of the new reforms, it made it impossible for them to go back to not committing crimes. So a lot of people don't have jobs. They just continually commit crimes. What do you do with a loose airbag? Oh my God. Can you believe this? Apparently it's super valuable. So he stole the horn and my airbag. It's so expensive. It almost totaled my car. Just look for the guy walking around beeping. It almost (laughs) totaled my car. That's hilarious, Dimitri. Um, Yeah, it was such a bummer, uh, except for the fact that I did get a convertible for a month and that was not a bummer. So thank you to whoever stole my airbag. I don't invite crime. Uh, please don't steal my airbag now. Thank you. It's, it's happened once That's, and it shan't happen again. It can't. It will not. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX Anniversary Sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. <laughs> the Michigan high school shooting. A gunman opened fire at Oxford High School in Michigan on Tuesday afternoon, shooting 11 people. Four students were killed and several others were critically and seriously injured. Ethan Crumbly, a 15-year-old student, was later arrested in connection with the shooting. The authorities said he was charged on Wednesday with one count of terrorism causing death and four counts of first-degree murder, which could lead to a life sentence if he's convicted. Mm. And then, you know, there's so 
so many victims involved, so much trauma involved. But the part that gets me even to the next level is what his mom said to him mm. in response. Leah, can you? Yeah, I, I already know where you're going with this. And she was saying, lol, I'm not mad at you. You have to learn to not get caught. Like, I, I, I can't understand. I mean, as a parent, I just, I can't grasp this. I, I, one, I didn't know that it was lol. I thought it was LOL. But also. Um, <laughs> Not the same thing? No, she said lol. And I was like, shoot, is that what it's been this whole time? Wow. I've been spelling it out. I am old. I am a parent. But the fact that this terrible thing happened and he did like created all of this like murder and that's the response from your parent. Of course, this is going to happen. Teddy, it's a parent. You're a parent. Just wanted to let that sink in for a second. But also <laughs> it's a play on words. Thank you, everyone. I was disturbed that his parents bought the semiotic semi-automatic handgun as a Christmas gift. So it's actually not a surprise that she said that. Well, and she also, when she heard about the, uh, the live shooter or whatever active shooter, she texted him and said, don't do it or whatever the exact words were, but that's not also like, that means it was already on her radar that he, that, that he might do that. Well, then they give him a gun, then mm -hmm. he does it, and that's how she reacts. But also, if he, if she's responding that to what he just did, what has she done? I mean, I know you can't speculate that, but like, if this is the way that you're raising your kids, if this is the things that you're saying, I'm worried to know, you know, what kind of place you're even growing up in. Well, the other thing is that, you know, connecting this to Brian Laundry a bit, who also drew disturbing images and was obsessed with blood and, 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 and dark images, right? This boy was apparently um, drawing scrawled images of a gun. Um, he, there was a person who'd been shot at and he put a laughing emoji and the words blood everywhere and the thoughts won't stop, help me. So I think it's pretty clear to say, and I don't mean this in a funny way, but this is connected to mental illness. Yeah, I mean, but it it makes you really think about in the schools when you start to see these red flags, what actions are being taken in that moment? What are they doing to help these kids that are obviously being raised in a setting where you're getting guns as presents? And apparently on the morning of November 30th, the shooting, the suspect's parents were called into the high school after one of his teachers found the alarming notes and drawings. So there was preemptive behavior that was obviously showing that he was deranged. And, and he was he was with, with them. Murder. He yeah. was with them in that meeting. And they said, this has to be taken care of. And then he got sent back to class. And I mean, he planned it well before the incident. I, I mean, I still think the parents need to be charged. I think they will be. I think they will be. I think they are possibly going to be charged for involuntary manslaughter. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think they weren't. They, the charges were brought up and then they disappeared for a while. 
the, not the charges, the parents. Yeah. And then the lawyer was like, oh, they're going to turn themselves in. But then they found them hiding in a warehouse. So clearly they weren't. But right. then they, they caught them and brought them in. And they're all being held separately with no communication. The, the husband, the wife, and the son are all being held in different areas. Right. So. It's so sad. It's sad that we are at that place where you have to worry to send your kids that are older to an outdoor place or to school or because guns are readily available to people who are already suffering. Yeah. And also, you know, a lot of times people say guns don't kill people. People kill people. They make and it a hell of a lot easier. But make it a you have access a no, no, to but them? That's, that, no, that's the thing is, though, it seems, though, that he was already on a path to hurting other people. And hurting himself, potentially, and hurting too. hurting himself, potentially, sure. And it just seems like this person should not be around any type of weapon, whether it's a knife or a, whatever is available. It seems like this person was genuinely out for blood. And it's so disturbing. I mean, children shouldn't have guns. No. Adults... Uh, I mean, we can't even get into this. Wait, we can't. We can't get into this. But the, day. Maybe we should get into CNN. That seems like a person easy to pick a fight I, with. <laughs> I think it, I think it's time for us to go straight into CNN. CNN fires Chris Cuomo. What are y'all's thoughts on this? You know, I miss the beginning of the pandemic where everyone was calling Cuomo Zaddy and loved him. I do. I miss it. I think Chris Cuomo's super hot. Would bang. <laughs> and look, he doesn't have any allegations against him for sexual assault. He does now. Oh, he there's does. an allegation. Yeah. So oh, no, I just thought he was terminated for helping his brother. Well, possibly cover up this. That was the portion. But I guess there was something 16 years ago, allegedly <sighs> that he I don't know exactly what the charges are. And I don't want to say something incorrect. It's going to have to be cut out of this episode. But there's some rumblings of that going on. All However, I did read yeah. that he had apologized to the person. The person had forgiven him that this was all cleared up 16 years ago. Mm, so do we think this person is coming forward now because he's in the spotlight around it? I don't. It, it's This is very I think this is what CNN must have gotten wind of. And that's mm. why. We don't know much information as sleuths and we can't really get the full info, but you know, I, I just, I think it's also hard. I mean, in reg I know he got a lot of heat for helping his brother get a yeah. lawyer. Um, and then it draws the, the question, you know, like when is helping your family member too much? In my opinion, I think obviously the laundries doing what they allegedly did with Brian that to me, that's crossing a boundary, but a brother helping somebody secure a lawyer to me, isn't, it's not like he was helping him escape, but I don't know. I mean, <sighs> I mean, it's you're damned. If you do, you're damned. If you don't now, it's like, whatever you say, you're going to be, you know, really he, yeah getting a lot of heat for but it, it, it's this one's a hard one for me to swallow all he wants for christmas is the charges dropped <laughs> speaking of dropping charges we are <laughs> sorry teddy it's just so much better when you do it you know i don't want to I, I i can't be the segue girl that's really no that was nice that was nice you that was, did yeah. thank you mm -hmm. alec baldwin is trying to 
evade any sort of charges or responsibility for what happened on his set of the movie Rust, where he allegedly did not shoot the gun that killed the DP. And so Alec is saying he did not shoot the gun that killed his DP and wounded the director. He's saying that he would never point a gun at someone or intentionally try to shoot someone. It would never actually fire the weapon. And he's also saying it was never brought to his attention that there was unrest from the crew and that anyone else thought it was unsafe and that they had been cutting corners. But earlier that day, I think over six people left the set because they thought it was unsafe. I mean, here's the thing. I can see from a high profile actor, you know, producer, maybe they were hiding what was really going on on set from him as to not upset him. Mm which happens in business. Sometimes you, you protect it from the boss so that the boss doesn't get upset that things aren't running well. So, I mean, you, you can suspend your belief that that could be the case. They also as a specialist that watched him do his interview and believes him to be telling the truth by his hand movements and those types of things. I, I mean, I think this is a terrible tragedy. Yes. I, I want to believe that Alec had absolutely no idea. I I can't. Um, what there would be no reason for him to do such a thing. He'd never alluded to wanting to do it. I mean, I, I it it's his movie. It's supposed to be something that he's going to promote, and that to turn into this can't be something that anybody would ever want. Well, he's calling to find out who put a bullet in the gun, because again. This is about gun violence, although yeah. this is obviously accidental, not intentional. And, you know, they're saying there are two ways to fire a gun. You either pull the trigger or pull the hammer back and drop it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I know. Th- it's so it's so, so, so upsetting. And obviously, obviously, I think everyone can agree Alec did not intentionally mean to harm anyone. I think that's something we can all agree on. Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's a horrible situation. And I think we only have time for one more recap before we bring on our our guest. All right. So Jesse is testifying. He and the accuser share drug-fueled nights at a gay bathhouse. And look, I think the moral of the story is that this is obviously a setup and they have the two brothers that were hired by Jesse to fake the crime and they both thought that this would amplify their careers and obviously neither of them were Trump supporters. They were carrying out fake hate crimes, pretending to be Trump supporters, saying you know, horrible racial and homophobic slurs. So these two brothers took testimony on Wednesday and Thursday in the criminal trial on charges that he staged the attack and falsely reported it to the police. And one of the brothers was saying that Jussie had a crazy idea of having two MAGA supporters attack him because he wanted to put it on his social media. The part that I just still resonates with me is when the cops arrived and he still had 
the noose around his neck. Well, apparently he also wanted them to pour gasoline on him, but he was so they were so uncomfortable with doing that and they ended up changing it to bleach because the brothers were uncomfortable using gasoline. It's a good call. I think I, so too. I, I mean, mean either oof. way is a no for me. Yeah, it's a no for me. And so, you know, I think that they are trying to the defense is is requesting a mistrial, of course. And there have been exchanges between the judge and the defense that have escalated and become super emotional. And, you know, at one point, sobbing and and pacing around a table. This, like, the defense is upset with the judge. And I think that there's a lot of emotion coming into play. So I'm excited to see when they come back on Monday to hear closing arguments and begin deliberating what will actually happen. Me too, which I guess we can get into next week because we've got to take a little break because we have got Justin in the waiting room. I'm so excited for Justin. Me too. Me too. All right. See you guys in a sec. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX Anniversary Sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. All right. So I have been obsessed with the Jeffrey Epstein case, all of this from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I we just I let's start with just 
Justin, what got you so interested in this case, in this trial? I think just like all of us, we've kind of been watching it for a while. And then there was this period where it went quiet and then all of a sudden it's coming back. But I feel like it lost um, not excitement because excitement's the wrong word to use about this. Like we shouldn't be excited about this, but it lost like steam. Like people weren't talking about it as much. And now it's like the actual time when um, she's going in and justice could be served and like mm -hmm. people are going to be named and what whatnot. And all of a sudden, I honestly have felt like it's just gone quiet in the mainstream media, you know? So I was just very casually and Teddy, we follow each other on Instagram and I love to talk to people. Like I really enjoy social media because I like to connect and engage. And I've always had a rule for myself. Like I'll never talk about things that are divisive or super political. I'll never throw my beliefs at people because I don't really know who all is following me. So I don't want to offend people, whatever. So when I, um, this Gillian trial came back up, I was like, I want to talk about this because no one's talking about what's going on. And I wasn't even thinking about it being a divisive issue. And all of a sudden it turned into this left-right fight. And I was like, what the heck is going on here? And I didn't realize that at some point people lumped child, child sex, sex trafficking in with the extreme right. And they started saying it's a conspiracy thing to talk about sex trafficking. I was like, holy shit, this is a problem then. You know, and then that's when I really started paying attention to it. Yeah, I mean, even when I started posting just little things about it today, just saying like, I'm bringing Justin on, we're talking about this. People started messaging me and saying, hey, listen, this is all over mainstream news. What are you talking about? You're, and it, it's something that's so shocking to me because like, really, I've seen us talk about it. I saw House and Habit talk about it. I see Perez Hilton talk about it, but it's, it's as you posted on your stories today, it's not on the Wall Street Journal. It's not on where New York Times, the Washington Post, the New York Times. And here's the thing. When people say, what are you saying? It's all over. You can Google anything and find anything. You can also go into the dark web and find really crazy stuff. So you can find anything when you Google. If you go to CNN, if you go to the Washington Post, if you go to the New York Times and you just start to scroll the page, it's not in the top headlines. Now, that's not some weird conspiracy theory. Literally, go do it. Just scroll through. It's not in the top. So it's definitely being hidden a little bit. So my thing is, like, why are people so quick to, like, fight back and be like, no, it's absolutely there? It's not. You know, I watch The View every single day, the show on TV, and everyone gets so mad. Like, you can't watch that garbage. It's just <laughs> women with one um, view fighting with each other all the time or whatever. And I'm like, no, I like to watch CNN. I like to watch Fox. I like to watch the news. I want to see all perspectives because I really want to take it all in. And um, they don't mention it ever on The View. They never talk about it. So I'm like, what is going on? And I don't know how deep you guys want to go, but I do think there's something oh. to this case is being protected. It just is. It's being kept really quiet. If they wanted us to know about this and they thought that they could get us all to fight about this, it would be everywhere. Think about every massive trial that's been out in the past few years. It's blasted in our face. Well, so even the Kyle Rittenhouse so trial, it's everywhere. Well, we're Everywhere. saying because this is a federal case, we can't have any live streaming footage of it. That's exactly what they're saying. But any other case that's ever been like this before where you couldn't have cameras inside, it would be even more packed outside the courthouse. So outside the courthouse, you shouldn't be able to get close to the court to the courthouse. So there's this woman on Instagram, House and Habit, and she actually flew herself to New York because she wanted to be there. And she's been showing videos every morning where there is no one in front. And what that tells me is every major uh, news source isn't sending their journalists or sending their reporters there um, to cover this. And what the problem with that is, because then people on Instagram will say to me, Justin, what's the problem? Why do you want it to be mayhem outside of the court? And I'm like, not even mayhem, just people actually being there reporting in real time. 
But what it says to everyone when they see it empty in front of the courthouse is that it's like, oh, we don't really care about this case or it's being taken care of. It's not. This woman house and habit is saying what she's hearing in the courts right now is that they're literally discounting these women, the victims' voices. They're trying to put them down because what they want to do is they want to silence this really quick. They don't want the names to come out. You know, I mean, it gets deep too. Like, I mean, and that that's island. why they don't want the reporters there because they don't want anyone writing in real time what's happening because then they're going to have to start sharing the truth. And that's why that's why people are avoiding it is because it's actually both sides of everything. So you can't this isn't one of those things they can just angle and say, this is what these people did. Once you start talking about it, whoever you're also on the side with that name's coming up, too. So everyone's just like, forget about it. But to me, regardless of what your side is, there were so there was a ring. There was a pyramid of abused girls. Right. So it doesn't matter which side you're on. This is the thing that drives me crazy too, just as like an empathetic person. Like I like to like get along with everyone. I like to have fun. I like to whatever. This is a moment. It doesn't show. Yeah. (laughs) In In the past like two years that we've all had, right? We've just been dragged through it, right? This would actually be of all the cases, none of us want to celebrate anything like this, but this would be the one case where we could all come together and be like, we want to watch this trial and we want justice. We want names to come up. We want people to go to jail. We want to see justice for these girls, the victims. So why is the one case that could bring us together just being completely silenced? And that goes back to like, the media just works really well when we're all fighting with each other. They want us all screaming at each other all the time to be divided. This isn't a left or right issue. I was going to say, so why do you think that the networks are so afraid to send reporters? Because I honestly believe, and I don't know, I mean, frack, I'm not like, I'm not like Sutton on the housewives talking to my lawyer before I do things, but I don't, you know, and I want to, I want to say, I want to say really quick early in us talking, like, I'm not an expert in this. I freaking have done hair color for my whole life. Like I have my own hair color brand. I'm not a journalist. I didn't even go to college. I'm talking like a real person, just conversation. I also don't care if somebody explains to me like, oh, you're actually wrong with this. And then I would keep talking about that, go in a different direction, whatever. So I'm not trying to act like I'm an expert on this. But the funny thing to me was, uh, so about a, two years ago, I moved to Nashville. My whole career in LA was doing celebrity hair mostly. That's what I was known for, doing really big celebrity names and then tons of my favorites, which are reality stars. Um, but so I've always been in this Hollywood real, uh, celebrity world. So about a year ago, my cousin, Tim Ballard, has a rescue uh, organization called Our Rescue, and it's all about sex trafficking. And about a year ago, I gave him a shout out, like, hey, you guys, follow my cousin, Tim, and his um, organization. And all of a sudden, all these DMs started coming in and saying, thank you so much for being someone from Hollywood who's talking about sex trafficking. And I'm like, why wouldn't I talk about sex trafficking? And then I started talking to people, and they're like, no celebrities will talk about um, sex trafficking. And all of a sudden, I'm like, what the hell is going on to cut to somewhere somebody made it a thing if you talk about sex trafficking you're a crazy conservative all of a sudden you're a QAnon, right exactly so my thing is is like that is to protect someone why is this conversation being so shut down because there's people that don't want it to get out i mean meanwhile (laughs) meanwhile this trial started and 1100 c-suite execs have all stepped down from their positions from various networks and jobs So it lets you know that a lot of people in positions of power are terrified, which kind of lends itself to the next question is, do you feel like Ghislaine is being blamed for Epstein's actions? And how involved do you think she really was in all of this? 
Um, I, you know, it's, it's a careful, it's something that you have to be careful with because you don't want to say like, uh, yeah, she should get all of it, but she's the one who's alive right now. She's the one in trial. But now what I'm hearing, she was just as involved as he was. She was the one that was going out and finding these girls. She was grooming them. She was bringing them back. She was in the room when the sex uh, abuse happened. So it's like, absolutely. She should be treated as part of this she she's the only one left there but the real thing that she has is she has the names she has the ability to name off who went to that island who actually messed around with kids they're saying that that island was full of cameras everywhere i really believe and this is just my opinion or what i think i think they have videos and and photos of tons of high-powered people mm -hmm. engaging in this that yeah. they wanted to use as blackmail and that's what everyone is so afraid that it'll get out so it's like let's hush uh, Ghislaine, let's say that we're going to give her the highest sentence possible, but really what they're going to do is just hide her away. Keep all of that a big secret. That's fucking scary. No, it, it's it's really scary, especially I watched the documentary on her that was on Hulu and it really breaks down how involved she allegedly is and how they, the part that really sickens me is like they preyed on the weak. They preyed mm -hmm. on girls that were abused before. And then when those girls would be to their breaking point, the way that they would keep the girls allegedly was that they would then still pay them to bring on more girls. So now they're adding all of this hate because now they've had brought in 40 to 50 of their friends or people they know or they go to school with. And now they've done the same thing to them as they, or their little sister or whatever it may be. So the chain of abuse is so long. And I mean, a lot of these women are saying that not only was she in the room, but a lot of the time she was allegedly touching them as well. Right. And yeah. becoming their friend and becoming someone that they looked up to. And I, I just think that regardless, and, and then people will also say because of her father, she was, you know, this is why she is the way that she is to me, regardless, she seems like a very smart woman and very calculated. Uh, yeah. A hundred percent. Like she didn't meet Epstein by accident. She didn't exactly. get linked into him by accident. She knew what she was doing. She no, all she of a sudden no longer that. had money. And uh, so I don't, I don't have empathy for her in this case. Well, she I don't either at all. Millions of dollars. Well, she's upset right now that Epstein's people aren't paying her lawyer Legal fees. fees. Yeah. yeah, she is. And it's interesting that you talked about her dad because her dad was also a very similar type of person to Jeffrey Epstein. They were feared, um, in intense, terrifying people who were the heads of their organizations. And she always tried to please her father yep. and she was the littlest of nine siblings and when her father died and his yacht was called lady galane so you know he loved her the most it's so creepy but and... i don't think you can really love if you're a narcissist yeah yeah so no. well, whatever that word is yeah what he 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 wanted he i don't know he wanted him to be pleased the most by her i don't know it's so gross when he died allegedly she was seen shredding documents of his so as you is... do when someone close to you dies right exactly <laughs> um 
yeah by the way teddy i've got a lot of documents in a drawer just in case anything happens <laughs> i'm not the, i'm sorry i don't have your back there i will I will, oh, I will, I will, <gasps> that case will be covered if i'm involved <laughs> sorry i'm out but but the moral Good of the story to you uh, whatever teddy um we're gonna have to have a talk after this but i think you know she's not new to crime but and just to play devil's advocate do you guys think that she was conditioned to this because yes. of the way that she was grown, the way she was raised. It was it was made normal to her, I think. Yeah, absolutely. The relationship with her father, that was the thing, you know, people are like, oh, why is that relevant? And it's absolutely relevant. Like, where did she learn this kind of behavior that you just, uh, you serve to a man? You know, her father, mm -hmm. she did the whole time once her father passed away. She absolutely was looking for a certain sort of lifestyle. They say that what uh, Epstein got from Ghislaine was that she had all these connections with high, uh, with powerful people. He was actually like a, an, an uh, he, he liked to hide out. He didn't want to be super, super social. She would go out and do all of that networking for them. So they like, they found this thing. They were part, they were partners in this whole huge crime. Um, and so, yeah, that's why she is getting what she's getting. And we all should see it and we should hear anything. The thing that's crazy too, is like, if there is this side where people are like, oh, this is a conspiracy and you're going down the rabbit hole. If you really believe that, okay, I get it. But then why wouldn't you want it to be uncovered even more? Then let's get to the bottom of it and let's prove that people are, are being crazy when they're asking for more questions. Why does it keep being more hidden? And that's just going to keep us all being like crazy and all this controversy going on and fighting. Then answer the questions. Put it all out there for all of us to see. Explain to us how people aren't involved. I mean, because for me, it's about facts. That's I, right. I, I mm -hmm. it's not political at all. I'm not even well versed politically, but I want to know the facts. And when I see that the chain of abuse is now getting escalated to the courtroom because these girls, the same way that Epstein and Ghislaine allegedly seeked them out to abuse them is what the lawyers are now doing to them by bringing up their past trauma, by bringing up that they may have had an abortion, by bringing up, you know, history of drug use. If you're being abused, most likely you are going to medicate. Exactly. These women were abused. Of course, some of them are going to turn to drugs later. They're not going to have like a healthy, normal lifestyle after they've been abused as a teenager. So pointing that stuff out doesn't tell me anything. Of course, these girls are damaged. No one has taken care of them. No one's listened to them. And now you're in a court and you're going to tear them down and say, oh, you were a cocaine user. You cheated on your first husband. Yeah, that's not shocking. That doesn't tell us anything. Or you want you said nice things to Epstein, like you thanked him for like, yes, he, you're they were being manipulated. They were being sent to colleges. They were being sent to like paid for. So people get confused. They get confused between love and money. But then there's the other side of abuse. Like most of these women said they had to compartmentalize them in two different spaces because they were taken on trips they never would have done they were doing things they like there were times where they felt like a family that's actually what grooming is exactly exactly and the crazy thing about this conversation right here like what we're having right now it's sad that we even have to have this kind of conversation because the not it's not out there it's not in the media where all these questions can be answered because it's so hidden so it's like all these conspiracies are going to keep going on. Like, unfortunately, with social media, this stuff doesn't just go away. It's going to be talked about and people are going to get angry because they want to hear more. So I don't understand how they think that they can hide this. I think they're fi figuring out. It's like, holy shit, like this could get really loud. Like it's on the brink. Like people are starting to poke into it and stuff. But most people don't want to talk about kids being abused either. It's not something you talk about at the dinner with your whole family. You don't go to work and talk to you kind of have to feel people out like, are you willing to talk about this topic? 
you know, and well, that scares me. It'll just it'll go as long as it's as long as it's happening. I, it need, I, I agree with you. It needs to be talked about more. Otherwise, it's just going to continue to be swept under the rug. Yeah. I also think this is why they're denying her bail requests, even though she's asking for twenty eight point five million bail because they know that she's a flight risk. And mm-hmm. that she'll probably jump ship and hide because there are so many secrets. And if they keep digging, they're going to get there. And there are so many people that want to keep these secrets hidden. Can we also discuss the fact that in between when Epstein was arrested and the dying, all of these things, she was out there doing TED Talks. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, we already knew. We already knew. <laughs> And yet you're out doing TED Talks, empowering women, starting these new companies. Like she ends up with another wealthy man that ends up leaving his wife for her. Like there is a pattern here. I don't understand. I mean, that's a narcissist right there, not taking any accountability at all. Like this woman, mm-hmm. if she gets off, like she's does, she's not going to learn a lesson. It's not like all of a sudden she's going to be a better person, you know, but at this point, beyond just trying to put her in jail, she should absolutely put in jail for the maximum amount of time. But beyond that, like we need to know who else was involved. Also, just for quieting down the rumors, I'm so sick of going on the internet and having people write things or write to me in the DMs about like, you know that all of Hollywood is involved in this. And because people know that I've been connected to celebrities when I worked in LA, people always say like, Justin, you know that Hollywood's disgusting. I'm like, no one in Hollywood is eating babies. Ellen DeGeneres doesn't have like, (laughs) Ellen DeGeneres doesn't have kids in her basement. I mean, when I moved... I'll be honest, when I moved to the South was the first time I started hearing celebrity rumors. Like people are like, oh wait, you're connected to Hollywood. Have you heard the blah, blah? I'm like, are you guys out of your damn mind? Like you no, guys like, think Chrissy no, but- Teigen is eating babies. No, you well, know? Half, <laughs> half of Hollywood doesn't eat anything. And Rita Wilson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Hollywood is disgusting, just not for that reason. They have exactly. a whole other <laughs> slew of reasons. But like, that's why, I, I guess why I can't wrap my head around it is why do they have to be the same thing? Why can't it just be, here's the information, here's what's going on, here's who's involved in this case. And then if it's shown, we can start to educate our families on how to protect themselves. Exactly. I just want to really quickly give a rundown of the charges relating to the allegations that she's had over the past 10 year period between 1994 and 2004. So the charges so far are conspiracy to entice minors to travel to engage in illegal sex acts, enticement of a minor to travel to engage in illegal sex acts, conspiracy to transport minors with intent to engage in criminal sexual activity, transporting a minor with the intent to engage in criminal sexual activity, sex trafficking conspiracy, sex trafficking of a minor, and she's also charged with two counts of perjury. So those are a, a lot of allegations to get out of. I don't, I think if she gets off on one, she's not getting off on all of these. I don't think she's getting off, but I think the point is, why don't we, why aren't we hearing the updates? Because of, I mean, even when you watch Prince Andrew stumble through his interview Mm. about how he was never in the picture, he never even thinks he went upstairs. All of (laughs) this, like, it's unbelievable. Like, why are we talking about it? And why, when we are talking about it, I mean, I think we need to get into like the world of being shadow banned. Why, when you're mm-hmm. talking about it, all of a sudden the algorithms change on your Instagram and people can't see your stories. Well, it, if that doesn't tell you something right there, it's like, come on. Like there is absolutely something going on. We know that this is being trying to be hidden. The thing that's funny about uh, Prince Andrew is it's like the fact that he even thinks that like, because of his position, he can just say that, oh, I wasn't there. It's like, 
dude, we see the pictures. <laughs> yeah, we like see, you, we're you were looking at the photo. Didn't happen. Yeah. We yeah. see and the so- pictures and we've seen the interview from the girl. Yeah, and and Ghislaine is trying to deflect any of the blame on her and saying that if Epstein was still alive, no one would care about her. They just I still want... care about her. I'm well, actually I, still, I love that she's more said mad that... at her because she should be protecting these girls. Yeah, she should exactly. be protecting them. Exactly. Yes. And like, instead, she was acting like a fake sister or mother and showering them in gifts and waiting outside schoolyard gates to groom girls and poach them and find them. And she was saying, you know how he likes them, skinny and pretty and young. Yeah. I'm I mean, just mad because I ne- would have never been chosen. <laughs> I mean, the other thing is Ghislaine says that Jeffrey needed to have sex three times a day. It's and like, it was yeah, hard for her to keep up. It, yeah. It's like, yeah, who doesn't? How else are you supposed to be productive? Um, I don't. <laughs> Try having some kids. Just kidding. I'm so single. I'm so single. But I'm like, yeah. You can schedule it in three times a week with me between this hour and this hour. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but but also, you know, I feel bad for the women, uh, the pseudonyms that they're using, obviously. So there's one like Kate, who was trained to massage his feet. So Ghislaine would massage his feet, then she would massage his feet, and then he would call her in to have a different type of massage. And Ghislaine would give her all these compliments about saying, oh, I'm so glad you're here. You did such a good time last time that he wanted you to come back. And it just makes me want to vomit in my mouth. I mean, this is it's this so is disgusting. disgusting. It's and despicable. anybody who has, I mean, Teddy, you have kids and anybody, I mean, all of my best friends are girls. Like all of us should be just like up in arms about this. We should want this to be taken care of. It needs to be blasted everywhere. Like this mm-hmm. is something that obviously needs to be taken care of beyond just Epstein. But he's the biggest case that we've ever seen of this type of type of thing. You know, so when people are saying like, um, oh, well, Epstein himself today on social media, people were saying, oh, the reason people aren't talking about it is because Epstein himself isn't that famous. Like some people don't care. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like this is this this case should be everywhere. We should all absolutely care. We should all want this to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, I just won't understand these people wanting to fight about it online other than just coming together because I think that's what's happening right now. I think that's why, you know, I'm glad we're having this conversation, but the divide people want, people are so lost right now that they want to do anything to give them that rise and feeling. So fighting with each other is the only way they're getting that like feeling that that high. It's like how some people are in bad relationships because Mm -hmm. they ultimately like that rush of getting in that fight and then making up and having makeup sex or whatever it is. And it's then like, imagine when you finally get into a good relationship, because I was in the really messy one in my 20s. Know, now I'm in yeah, a, one, on. a wonderful one. <laughs> but um, how good it is on the other side. So the thing is, it's like, you guys imagine how great it's going to be. Like the next chapter of all of our lives after the past two years we just had is should be to come together, to fucking mm. bond somehow as Americans. And that's not me being like kumbaya and trying to be sweet. It's like, aren't we sick of fighting about everything? And now we're even fighting about sex trafficking, victims of like sexual abuse, children. We're fighting about that. I know. To be honest, I'm actually surprised there are no protests outside the trial. You'd think that after the year we've had with everyone protesting and being in the streets, that that there you wouldn't be able to, to walk toward the trial. That's, it would be but so that's the pro- that's the problem with the media not being involved too. Is if the media wanted there to be riots and they wanted us to, mm-hmm. they would set that up. 
you know, but it's like there should absolutely be people out front who are demanding justice, like to show that this is a massive case that we all care about. But they're not out there because do you know how many people even write to me on Instagram who are like, um, what trial are you even talking about? What are you talking about? And I'm like, the fact right, that you yeah. don't even know. Well, <laughs> we have to remember that this happened already once the first time in Florida. Remember when everything just got pushed aside at the first time he was arrested? Yeah, that's right. a bigger red flag than my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. But I think, you know, in closing, because I know we're running out of time, Justin, what do you recommend that people do right now to get educated on this for facts? It's not about political, but facts. And then how do they spread the word? So this becomes something that we're all talking about, not fighting about. You know, it's funny. There's that account that we keep talking about. Her name is House and Habit. Her name is Jessica. And I've actually been following her for like the past year and a half on like my fake account. So I've been watching all of her stories because before I before I shout something down, because even though I act like a total idiot on Instagram, like I am thoughtful. I like I was saying earlier, I don't want to talk about politics. Like I'm not even smart enough to go to debate with people in politics. So I'm really careful about what I put out there. But I was following for a year and I was like, wow, this woman is being very, very uh, open, both, she's not making it about a left or right issue. She really breaks everything down and lets people be like, here's the facts, you guys think what you want. So I've been following her and she just gets me really fired up. So House and Habit on Instagram is fabulous. And then beyond that, it's just, um, don't be afraid to have this conversation or to, to be paying attention to it. Like I'm seeing that more, some people are starting to like post about it on Instagram, but um, it's just wild to me that they're not. I mean, where are all the crazy hashtag people who fight for everything, but then it's absolute silence with this. Every other issue that we've run into in the past few years has a hashtag and a movement and everyone's screaming. A box this color, is, uh, this. Yes, like, <laughs> and this is just literally crickets. Like that's so weird to me, you know? It's like, I don't even wanna do the whole box thing and yelling at each other and pushing all that kind of stuff, but this has nothing. No one's nothing. talking about it. So House and Habit is great. Wait, Teddy, what's the feel? Like, are your friends in L.A. talking about it? You know, I, not really. I mean, yeah. I think that, I mean, if, if somebody brings it up, we'll have the conversation. But I think it's more like we, we've watched this movie and it's not really happening. Right. You know, like, right. oh, when we all watched the documentary when it came out on Netflix, Filthy Rich, everybody kind of talked about that. But it was like it was not real life. And I think that's what's because it's so terrible and it's so traumatic. I think people put it to the side because you don't want to believe it to be true. I think right. people are just assuming it'll get handled because it's so obvious that it all happened. Well, and here's the thing to anyone to anyone listening, like it will be handled in the sense that like she will uh, she'll be found guilty if she is found guilty, like she'll be handled. But there's a whole bigger web that's not being opened up. That's what's not going to be handled unless people start mm -hmm. demanding, like, who's in the black book? Talk about that. Where are the, the tapes that you guys have, the videos that you guys have? Like, why aren't names being said? They won't be they won't be said. There's way too much money behind it. So Ghislaine will be taken care of, but that's yeah, not but, fixing the problem. But I think right. that that's, you know, it, not that this is a true comparison, but even what happened with Free Britney, it took people to repeatedly talk about it, open up the conversation of conservatorship for people to actually make any change and go to court. Yeah. And actually you listen know to her. 
You want to know it's funny, and like I have to share this in case some people end up on this podcast who have listened to me talk before. I got into hot water about a year and a half ago because when the free Britney stuff was happening, I was kind of like, uh, I don't know. I think Britney's fine. I think Britney wants help. She'll ask. And I'll be really honest. There were a lot of people close to Britney who kind of got in my ear about a year and a half ago and was like, Britney's fine. Like, whatever. And they kind grooming sounds so weird, but kind of taught me to be like, no, Britney's fine. Because before that, I was doing hashtag free Britney or whatever. And these people came in, they're like, she's fine or whatever. And so I was kind of like, she's fine, whatever. And then all of a sudden, when all this opened up, I was like, holy shit, like I got silenced. I was, I started saying things like she's fine. It's going to be taken care of, whatever. So now looking back on it, I'm like, no, there are a lot of things that are going to happen now and moving forward that we really do have to pay attention to and get loud about, ask more questions. So I learned it from Brittany. Everything comes back to Brittany for me. I, I mean, mean everything, like, everything is great. <laughs> <bitch. laughs> oh my gosh, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. Justin, please, if there's ever a case you want to talk about, we talk about them all. Please come on again. Yeah, you are such a pleasure. You. And I love following you because I learn from you. I hear different conversations. I also love that if you say something and you change your mind, you will always end up you'll say it. you're like listen you proved me wrong or this happened or exactly i love right. that because that's growth you guys and that's exactly. the only way that we I'm grow sorry can humans. you use that word in a sentence what what <laughs> i don't like, even growth? know what's that oh girl oh, shit yeah i mean but that's growth and it's the only way that we all are out actually going to do it and so i appreciate you for speaking out justin for coming on and talking with us because it, it's the only way it's the only way out of all of this I appreciate that so much. I really appreciate you pointing that out, Teddy, like a lot, because I do think that that's what's missing right now is everyone's yelling their stuff, but it's okay to talk and to also take things back and say, wow, now I'm seeing it this way. And I think that's what we're all missing as humans. There needs to be a lot more of that, just conversations back and forth. You yeah. Know? You don't have to hate each other afterwards. You can just right. have a conversation, but yeah, <laughs> preach. We'll do, do the best that we can. Um, do you guys we think we need to, to come up with a hashtag for this? <laughs> Well, that seems to be might. the only reason that people get excited about something. Let's see what our response is from this. And then maybe we'll have to all collectively come together and we got to get. <laughs> we'll we'll create a now. hashtag and do all that. <laughs> yeah. All right. We have homework. All right. Everybody. One, two, three, go. All right. Thanks Wait, guys. You guys. So good Thank to you, Justin. You. So nice to meet Bye, you. I mean, I'm all about hashtag Ghislaine maxed out. <laughs> I, 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 you guys, I just, I can't believe all of this. Leah, thank you so much for informing us on so many terrible news updates. Teddy, <laughs> like so many so traumatic much. things. Um, well, thank you so much, Teddy. Really. Can you do our call in number just the way that only you can do? Yeah, of course, always. And of course, thank you, Justin, for coming on and being our celebrity social sleuth of the week. And as always, guys, Feel free to call in if you've got any thoughts, questions, concerns about a case that we are covering or a case that you think we should cover. Call in. Leave us a voicemail at 866-21-CRIME. That's 866-21-CRIME. 866-21-CRIME. That's 866-212-7463. And this has been Real Time Crime. We'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. It's Real Time Crime. It's Real Time Crime. It's Real Time Crime. I mean, is it actually Real Time Crime? Are we solving anything? Or is that just a thing we say? It's a thing we say. Got it. Okay. See you next week for more real-time crime, only on iHeartRadio. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. 
With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.